Hey, welcome to the Outside Church in Port St. Lucie, Florida, and this is our podcast. Thank you so much for checking it out. Hope it encourages you and inspires you. Here's today's message. Oh, he ready. Pastor's ready. Come on, put it together for Pastor as he brings the Word of God with power, authority, might. Let's go. Let's, Let's go. go. Come on, give God a, a shout tonight. Come on, there's a move of God in this place, a mighty move of God in this place. Come on, can someone give God a 30-second praise like you never praised before? Like it's your first time that you are excited, that you've been born again, sanctified, and filled with the power of the Holy Ghost, that God did something miraculous in your life. Has he not done something good? Give him a praise. Hallelujah. A praise that can send someone free. A praise that can deliver the captives. A praise that can, can heal those who are sick. Come on, give God a praise. Hallelujah. Come on, you may have a seat. I'm excited about the word tonight. Praise the Lord. What a powerful move of God in this place every Sunday. Lord, hallelujah, have your way. Amen. God continues to set people free. God continues to to show up in the midst of his house of worship, his sanctuary, moving in a mighty way, letting us know that he, we are not alone, that he is with each and every one of us. Amen. Your concerns is his concerns. Your dilemma, his dilemma. Amen. And he knows your, your ways. He knows what you need. And he's about to do something great in your life. Amen. How many are ready to receive the word from the Lord? Let us pray. Father God, open up the hearts right now that they may receive enlightenment revelation of your word but not only be hearers of the word but doers of your word that they may apply this word in their life and that no distractions within the building amen distracts them from their blessings today that they may hallelujah be attentive to you and your word god and they may apply it and run with it tonight in jesus name i pray amen 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 praise the lord praise the lord I'm excited after God used in a mighty way, Brother Ramon, in the Spanish service. Amen. Hallelujah. They led him all the way up to worship as well. That's what God is doing. He's requiring and asking for worship. And I'm so excited for what God is doing in his life. Amen. Praise the Lord. I'm going to take my time today. Because I got a lot to say. And I got a lot to say because it's a revelation that, um, or a word that I'm applying into my life. It's a word that I see that is needed for this generation and for now. It's a word, amen, that I believe, amen, all of us, if we apply it, we will, we will be victorious, but not only individually victorious, but as a family unit, as a whole. Amen. Praise the Lord. I, I don't want nobody left behind. Come on, somebody. We want everybody to feel the anointing. We want everybody to be blessed. We want everybody to have the experience of the of baptism of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I, I titled the sermon, Redig the Well. Redig the Well. And I'm going to use Genesis, the foundation of the sermons, I'm going to use Genesis 26, 18. And we find Isaac, and it says, and Isaac dug again. Say with me again. Oh, that was weak. Say with me again. Yes. Oh, man. And Isaac dug again the wells of water that had been dug in the days of Abraham, his father, which the Philistines had stopped. Amen. Praise the Lord. So I want to talk about wells. 
And in the Old Testament and also in the New Testament, wells um, was, were very important because well provided, amen, life. Well provided a, a resource of water where a village or a nation would draw water from and survive. So wells were very, very important in that time. And when anyone had a well, it was because God gave them the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding, and the direction on where to find that well. Come on, somebody. So it wasn't by chance that they discovered or dug a well, a well. It was because God located them in a city or in a place or in a location and hallelujah, guided them to where that well was because whoever had a well in those days were hallelujah, prosperous. Were hallelujah, they had to even name it as a property and it, it, brought it brought salvation or it brought life to their family and to their generation. So well was something good, amen. But the Bible says, hallelujah, and, and, and we have to know that wells is symbolic to the well of the Spirit of God. Well is symbolic as to, to, the, to the gospel that Jesus himself said, I am the well. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And where do we find life? We find life in who? In Jesus Christ. I don't know how many here were once lost and dead in their sins. But as soon as they got together with the well, which is Jesus, now they have a new life in Christ Jesus. They have rivers of flowing waters. Come on, somebody. They have joy. Does anybody here have joy? Does anybody been sanctified and filled with the Holy Ghost? Has anybody life been changed by the power of knowing Jesus Christ of Nazareth come on somebody the one who died on the cross of Calvary and resurrected on the third day to give us life so he says I am the well so wells are symbolic wells are important so all of us should be closer to a well Jesus represents the well of living water in Hennessy, in the book of Hennessy, the Bible says water is an ele the element of life, of, of, of life. To have, a, a, to have a well demonstrated that you had your power, authority, you can sustain life for those around you, for your cattle. It represented also, it was a place of, of, of satisfying your thirst, satisfying your need. How many have been satisfied here by the need? By their needs. How many came to Jesus needing something and were satisfied by the well? Jesus is that well. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. It's a place, the well were a place of promise. When Haggai needed, God has spoke to her about a promise to her child, Ishmael. You know, when, when, when he was cast out, amen, when they were cast out, they, she was giving up and thinking that the child was going to die, the son of promise, but the Bible says that she's, hallelujah, already given up. But then an angel, which an angel of God himself comes down and tells her, amen, you will not die. You have promised and open up her eyes to see a well that was right in front of us, right, right in front of her. Sometimes there is a wells in front of us that we don't see, amen, because we have given up. But Jesus is telling you, don't give up. There is a well and his name is Jesus. If you run to him, if you believe in the promises that he has given you, you will survive your dilemma. You will survive your situation. You will be blessed, hallelujah, because he is here to give you prosperity, blessing, and life. Come on, somebody, hallelujah. So wells were also a place of connection. Say with me, connection. Say it again, connection. How many have been connected by the Spirit of God? How many, when they came to the well, when they came to the gospel, when they came to the church, amen, they got spiritually connected with somebody else? 
How many, how many found their spouse or their husband by the well? Come on, somebody. How many believers, hallelujah, marry somebody from the church? Come on, lift up your hands if you found your, your wife or your spouse in ministry. Come on, somebody. Because in the, around the well, there is blessing. Come on, somebody. Around the well, there is promises. And around the well, there is revelation. Around the well, hallelujah, God has you connected with what you need to survive and be blessed. The Bible says that Abraham's servant found Rebekah at the well and introduced her to Isaac. Come on, somebody. It says Jacob met Rachel at the well. It says that Moses met Sapphira at the well. Come on, somebody. There's something about the well. Come on, somebody. God, is, God wants to connect somebody here that's single with somebody that's in the well, around the well. Come on, somebody. Stop looking for somebody out there in the world. God, just come closer to the well, and God has somebody for you. Come on. He is the connection that you need. He is the, come on. Can I get some women to say amen to that? I got three or four that said, that's good, that's good, that's good. Come on, stay connected to the well and you're going to have your husband. Stay connected to the well and you're going to have your wife. Come on, stay connected. God knows who you need and when you need him or her. You know, the, the, you know if you look at church, 90% of the church is, connect, is, is, is formed by women. Thank God for that. They work hard. Come on, they deliver. They deliver babies. They deliver. Come on. When you give them an assignment, they deliver. And come on, somebody. So women are always the ones in the church. Thank God. I'm glad that as a pastor, we got more women than, than men. But the Bible is calling men to rise up and, and step up. Come on, somebody. It's not about the women. But if you look at the assignment that the women's had, they were the ones who had to draw water from the well and bring it to town. So the women were the ones always that, that were sent out to grab the water. Water is, 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 is um, a type of Holy Spirit, type of Jesus, type of what you need spiritually to survive. Water you need for your body to live. But that's to live natural in the natural world. But water, I'm talking about the spiritual water, the water that, that is Jesus, amen, that gives you, hallelujah, life and sustains you, hallelujah, for your soul. So here comes the, the women all the time, and they specifically will come around, no, not around 3 in the evening, hallelujah, or early in the morning because of the sun. But they will come. It's funny that the women are always the ones in the church drawing water and bringing it to their husband at home. How many women, are, how many women, their husband at home, are watching sports or watching whatever, but the women are drawing and coming to the well. Come on, somebody, coming to the well, believing God and drawing some water and drawing water, saying, you know what, one day this water will transform that person's life. My husband will see, come on, I'm prophesizing somebody right now. Your husband shall see the glory around the well that you've been extracting for so many years. God has a miracle if you stay coming to the well. So here we find, the Bible says in John 7, 38, whoever believes in me, Jesus says, as the scriptures have said, out of his heart will flow living water. Out of his heart will flow, flow living water. 
You see, there were, there were wells that were stagnant and there were wells that were, uh, they had running water. There. It was constantly being renewed. It was constantly fresh water. I like churches that have fresh water. I like fresh, that are not stagnant. Amen. That, that are moving. Amen. That every day you, you, you draw water from it, it's a new revelation. It's a new empowerment. It's something God is revealing at that day or that. It's never the same. All the time you go, it's something new. How many want something new from the Lord? Church, we need the, the living, we need to be filled with the living water of the Holy Spirit. We can't allow our wells to go dry. Come on, somebody. You cannot allow your wells to go dry. Amen. There's something about the wells that, that when they will go dry, they will use them as prisons. <laughs> when in the Bible times, when any well went dry, it will be used as a prison. The Bible says that Joseph was thrown into a well that was empty. Come on, you can't be empty right now. And, and, and where there was no water. It says that Jeremiah was thrown into prison in a, in a well that was dry and was, had no water. Anytime you don't live by the well, anytime you don't drink the water of the well, anytime there's not, the Spirit of God is not flowing through you, amen, the enemy will use your life as a, as a dry well, as a prison, and as a prisoner you will be. Come on, somebody. That's why we need living water that's why we need flowing living water because when the spirit of God is in you flowing like rivers the enemy cannot kill what's what is alive don't let the enemy use you as a dry prison some of us are in prisons right now we don't carry living water the enemy has used it as has used us as a as a prison so say, say this with me, I'm not going to become a prisoner. Or say with me, someone, someone is not going to make me a prison. Amen. I'm not going to carry the things of somebody else and become a prisoner of someone else. Amen. I carry living water. I carry the glory of God. I carry revelation. Come on, somebody. Give God a praise if you can today. Hallelujah. So the Bible says in Genesis 26, 18, it reads that the Philistine waited until Abraham died and then they filled the wells with dirt. See, the enemy is, is roaming around looking for the opportunity to fill your well with dirt. Looking for you to die spiritually to fill your well, your well with dirt. You see, you know, we, we, the Bible says that in, 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 in Joshua's generation arose a generation that did not know God. So I, I'm preaching to this generation right now, and I'm preaching to, to the elders, to, to, to fathers and mothers right now. We have to make sure that we maintain our running water in our wells. Come on, somebody. Because the enemy is waiting for you to slip. The enemy is waiting for you to backslide, to then fill your wells with, with dirt so you can die. And not only you, your generation will die as well. Come on, somebody. And God is a God of generations. Amen. He passes blessings onto the children. So look at the enemy waited for, 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 for uh, Abraham to die to fill his well with dirt. See, the enemy wants to fill your life with dirt. And it actually says earth. 
It's the things of the world. Come on, somebody. It's earthly things. Amen. But come on, I know that I know there are people here that are constantly having running water. Amen. Water that they're not gonna allow the enemy to fill. Hallelujah. We're junk from this world, with things of this world. Come on, somebody. Can I get a witness here? Are there any holy hallelujah people here that are, are seeking the Lord in spirit and in truth? I'm declaring right now, hallelujah, tonight that your children will drink of the well that God allow you and I to open. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. What am I saying? it says that when when Isaac arrived at the scene he found that the wells that his father had opened up were already dried up because of the Philistines threw dirt in it earth and covered it because they didn't want the prosperity of Abraham and they were trying to kill, kill, kill his, his generation that's what the enemy does. He's not coming after you only. He's coming after your children. And if you don't open your eyes right now on the times that we're living, he's coming after your children. He don't want them to know God. He don't want them to know what happened before. He doesn't want to know. He don't want them to, for you to testify and speak to over them and guide them and tell them, no, this thus says the Lord. This is what the Lord did for me in my days. This well that I opened, no devil in hell is going to stop it. No devil in hell is going to put things in it. Hallelujah. What God gave me, you will inherit. You will receive my blessing. And I need some believers, some parents to stand firm in the kingdom and the things of the Lord they will drink from your well I don't need the, the, the enemy mixing my water in my well I don't need the enemy mixing the gospel with dirt and things of the, there, 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 are, there are messages that are mixed that are blended hallelujah you have spiritual water and you have dirt from the Philistines and that's why we have a church that's weak, confused, and paralyzed. Because our generation, a new generation, don't know whether they serve or don't serve. Who they serve and who they don't serve. Amen. They got one foot in the world and one foot in church. They like what they hear. They like what they see. But they don't obey. They don't submit. Come on. The enemy has blended the gospel. Blended the gospel. You see. My dad dug a well, and from that well in the Bronx, Israel Martinez inherited that well, and I'm, string, I'm still drinking from the well that my father dug. Come on, somebody. And to this day, when the enemy has come around, around my family, around my life, I don't need to throw dirt in, my, in the well that I inherit from my father, his vision of loving God, his vision of seeing who God is, the well that attracted him to Jesus, that gave, me, gave him life, is now giving me life, and I'm not going to let the enemy come in my house and dump some dirt over the wells of my children and the children of my children. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. I will protect what God did with my father. So when Isaac saw that, he began to dig the wells back up. He, he arrived to the scene, Isaac, and said, what happened to the wells of my father? And he begins to dig it. He grabs a, a shovel and he has his people or whatever they use in those times. And he began to dig the wells back up. Why? Because he knew that that was what sustained him and his family. He knew that that's what brought victory. He knew that, that was, that's what set them free and set them apart from the rest. He knew that it brought prosperity so much that when Isaac redug the wells that the enemy had dug, had thrown dirt and, and stopped, 
the Bible says that the, the king of the Philistine, Abimelech, said, you know, you know, you got to leave from you got to leave from here. You have to leave because you have become so prosperous, so blessed, your cattle so much. Amen. Come on. How many know favor? How many know the wells of Jesus Christ opens door, gives you favor, hallelujah, gives you life, hallelujah. You begin to grow and when the enemy sees you grow, when the enemy sees you happy, when the enemy sees you in victory, he begins to try to, he wants to kick you out. He wants to destroy what God has done in your life. So they kicked him out. But you know what? I love the attitude of, uh, of Isaac. He said, you know what? Okay, I, I got the revelation. I know how my father did it. I know what he did. So let me begin to dig some new wells. Come on, somebody. Let me begin to fight for what is mine. Hallelujah. But you know what happened? Abraham's generation allowed the enemy to stop and throw dirt and kill off the wells. Abraham's generation didn't fight and say, no, this is, my, this, is, this is our father's well. God is looking for a new generation. And I want to ask the young people of this church, are you going to let the enemy just come when we're no longer around? Throw some dirt on what we built so hard to build. Amen. Hallelujah. God, is, God, is, God, is, God doesn't want you to become that generation from Abraham that said, go ahead, enemy, take what, take what belongs to us. No. God is looking for a generation like Isaac that said, you know what? I'm going to begin to redig the revival in my city. I'm going to redig. Hallelujah. The principles that I was shown and I was taught. I'm going to redig. Are anybody here that can redig what they learned from their father? I learned so much from my father. And I'm carrying that well. It's connected to Jesus. So my son and my daughter, like Isaac, can fight and can protect the well, the knowledge, the principles. What they were taught of how to receive victory in their marriages, receive victory in their, in their job, receive victory in everything they touch. Amen. How, do, how God will keep you healthy. How God will bless you. And how, do, how, how you can maintain joy in your home and with your family. You know what? I learned so much. And those values I will not compromise. Those values I won't sell. I will protect. But I don't only want to protect them myself. I want Brandon to protect it. I want Stephanie to protect it. Because they have to protect that well. Because that well is going to be passed over to Lala, to JJ. Come on, somebody. Is anybody fighting for their children and their children? Is anybody fighting for their children in a corrupt society, in a corrupt well? Come on, somebody. I need you to stand and say, I'm going to fight and redig what's holy, redig what's sanctified, redig. I feel the Holy Ghost right now. Redig your way out of your dilemma. Redig. Go back to the old school principles that don't change. When the living waters are there for you. We are all messed up because we have left those wells to dry. The enemy has mixed it with junk and garbage. And things that don't edify. Allow the enemy to just take what belongs to you. 
We need an Isaac generation. And I'm asking the young people of this church, become an Isaac generation. What you're learning or see right, see, do right now, you better do it after we're not here, no longer here. You better protect what took us so hard. It wasn't easy to find a well. It wasn't easy to dig that well. But it was revelation. It was hard work. Amen. Don't let just the enemy come and take what belongs to you. Take your children and corrupt them in the streets, in the school system. Come on. Give them principles. Give the read to them. Read the word. Pray with them. Show them the way out. I feel the Holy Ghost speaking to somebody here today. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory. Somebody's in trouble and God is saying, go back and redig. What you know is true. What you know is of God. What you know will maintain the vision and the blessing over your home. Redig it. Redig it. We need an Isaac generation that will get the shovel and let the enemy know that you're not going to take what the previous generation obtained for us. Some people fought a great battle for you to sit here. The apostles, the prophets, they were hung, they were hung, they were crucified, they were burned alive upside down. Amen. They, they left a legacy. What are you leaving? Never gave up. They taught us how to seek God, how to pray, how to see the hand of God, how to see miracles. We are witness of that right now. What are you going to do after? It is the well. And the wells are passed over. And I'm going to go to this. When you look at, 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 at John chapter 4, you find a Samaritan woman. And look what the what, what our theologians say. The theologians say that this was the, the longest conversation ever had that Jesus ever had in his three-year ministry with a woman. Come on, say with a woman. Come on, say with a woman. That's right. Because you guys are important. That Jesus said, you know what? Out of all the people that I came in contact with for three, three years, hallelujah, hallelujah, I, this, a woman I'm going to spend time with. He heard her. He listened because he cared. But where was Jesus located? The Bible said that Jesus was located by the well of Jacob. Who is Jacob? Come on, somebody. Who is Jacob? Jesus was sitting by the well of Jacob. Jacob was the son of Isaac. You see, Isaac passed it over and said, you know what? The devil didn't stop it. It continued to go to the next generation. And look who was near this well. Hallelujah. Jesus himself. Come on. When you dig, when you dig and you pass it over, Jesus will reside over your children. Jesus will. Jesus. Will find your children and sit right by his well, by his legacy, by oh, can I get somebody to shout Jesus? Hallelujah. Oh, come on. I'm thinking for my generation. I'm thinking for my children. I'm thinking for somebody else. I'm, I'm not only digging, I'm protecting what God has given me. Dig, 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 dig. Dig, 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 dig. It won't die. Only when you are in the vicinity of the well or by the well when you receive your breakthrough. Only when you are in the, in the vicinity around the well is when you get your healing. 
Only when you're in the vicinity, hallelujah, around the well is when you get salvation. Come on, somebody. It is, it is at the well, pastora. It is right here where we are right now that we receive forgiveness. It's right here where we are that we have Jesus listening to your cry out, to your dilemma, to your situation. Deep down, the things that no one else knows, Jesus knows it right now. And he's about to deal with you right now. He's about to reveal your condition. He's about to reveal where you at, where you're standing, what you did in the past, but not to judge you, but to forgive you. Come on, somebody, and restore you tonight. Hallelujah. 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 He's going to expose something to restore you. He's going to expose something to set you free and set you up and reestablish you. Hallelujah. Does anybody want to be reestablished here tonight? Jesus did not meet the woman at, the, at her village. He met her at the well. He didn't go to the village. He, went, he stood at the well. It's right here. That's why church matters. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Congregating matters. Amen. Being around the well matters. It's right here where Jesus wants you. It's right here where you receive deliverance. It's right here where you, be, you receive breakthroughs, healing, and salvation. It's right here. That's what Jesus said to the Samaritan woman, whoever drinks the water he has give them will never thirst again. The water I give them will become a, to them a spring or a well of water to eternal life. Whoever, has, whoever lives by the well, whoever has restored the well is living water. It's like a spring. It's moving. It's flowing. It's not only for you. It's flowing to your neighbor. It's flowing to your friends. It's flowing to the person next to you. Whoever lives by the well, what he projects and what he gives is living water, not death. Come on, somebody. Not destruction. Hallelujah. He gives what he has. I don't know what you have. I don't know if you have dirt or if you have water. But if you have water, give God a shout tonight. Come on, if you have living water, give him a shout of victory. Give him a shout if you have flowing. If you have a spring, give him water. Give him praise. At the well with the Samaritan woman, Jesus dealt with, some, with a, a lot of things. He loved that woman so much because there was racial tension with that woman. Because she was a Samaritan and the Jews did not get along and hated actually the Samaritan. Here is a Jew, Jesus, sitting and saying, you know what, I'm going to break those barriers. Are you one that breaks barriers? Are you the one that cross over and say, you know what, let me show you who Christ is. Let me show you the type of well that I have inside of me. Let me reveal to you who I know. Come on, somebody. So Jesus begins to examine this woman and he begins to deal with what she carried. She not only was drawing, uh, she went to the well to draw water. She went there because God designed that to happen, to teach us a lesson. But not only to teach us a lesson, but to show us that he is able in one instant, in one moment, to deal with all your mess, with all the things that you have inside of you. In one day, in a couple of minutes, God says, you know what? I know what you're dealing with. I know where you came from. I know who don't love you. I know who left you behind. I know you're going through depression. I know. You but I'm here to give you something else than what you previously went to get. I'm going to give you what you truly need. But I, wanted, I want you to know. 
did I know you, that this woman was dealing with, with racial division. She was dealing with, the, with tension between the Jews and Samaritans and everybody else. This is why this woman arrived at 12 noon in the hottest time of the day. Because she didn't want to, because that place was a social gathering. It was a place where everybody would go. Even, even the man would go and say, let me get see if I can get hooked up up in here. Come on, somebody. Because that's what, that's what the posse is. That's where everybody roll. So let me go to the well, not to get water, just to hang out. Come on. There's a lot of people hanging out in church. Hallelujah. But God doesn't want you to come and hang out. God wants you to come and do some work up in here. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Stop hanging out. This is not a cruise ship. This is a battleship. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Let's go. Yes, it is. Are you ready for battle? Are you ready for war? Are you ready to protect the well? Or are you letting the devil creep in and throw some stuff in your well? Then after time, it begins to corrupt you slowly but surely. She was dealing with, with, with division, racism. Cultural differences. She was dealing with sin. This is why Jesus says, you know, look at how Jesus wrote. He throws it out there. He says, go tell your husband. Jesus knew she had no husband. Come on, somebody. He threw her. He was like, he, he threw her like this, right? Right? Alex, he went. <laughs> threw her curveball. Come on, somebody. And she like, husband? I ain't no husband. No, I'm about to give you some revelation. Somebody got, sometimes God throws a curveball, but it's to give you revelation. Amen. Let me let you know and tell you where you at right now. What you be playing with me. And you don't need, you don't have, you don't need have no husband. You have five and the one you have is not yours either. Come on, somebody. She was like, what? What? He can see through the walls? What? Who told this cat this? What? What's going on? Oh, oh, this is, yo, she got some revelation. She's like, this is, this dude is real. This is legit. That's why you need ministry with anointing and power. Cause you, cause people are going to examine whether you're legit or not. If you have power or oh, he's something else, he's something different. Oh, it's not just the word. It's the power behind the word. Come on, somebody, somebody say yes. Somebody say yes, Jesus. Come on, have your way. Yeah, so he says five. No, you got six. <laughs> He's like, you're adulterous. You gotta. He, he said, I'm gonna deal with the other spirit that you have. You got a lust spirit. Come on, somebody. And she becomes to say, what do you mean? You could give me better water than this water? Because, you know, Jacob's water, you know, the father, he tried to give a history, you know, like a history lesson to Jesus. Jesus is like, you know what? We beyond those, uh, you know, this is not a Bible study. Come on. Leave that alone. Let me teach you that I am who I said I am. I am Jesus. I, my water is the true water that you need. Come on, somebody. So he was dealing also with her misinformation. There are people that react because they have misinformation. There are people that, that are left behind and don't come to church because they got misinformation. But when you are submitted, when you are holy, when you are drawn to the well, you don't get misinformation. You get real, true information. Hallelujah. You don't get fake news. You get the real news. Come on, somebody. Hallelujah. And many people are messed up with, the, with C CNN and all these things are telling you a bunch of lies. God is saying, come to the well. I have revelation for your Come on, somebody. 
So he found salvation at the well. So Jesus, all that mess she had, Jesus ignored all that, addressed it, and presented salvation. This is why we as a church, we don't judge people. Jesus didn't judge her. Jesus presented salvation. Jesus didn't, you know, throw all this mess to leave her how she was. So, you know, he revealed all of this to tell you there's another way out. I am the way, the truth, and the life. There's no other way. I'm not going to leave you there uh, sick. I'm not going to leave you destroyed. I'll come to give you what you need. Do you want it? She got salvation, deliverance, and she became a spreader of the gospel. When you are drawn to the well and you drink of this well, you can't shut up. When you drink this well, the true water of the Holy Spirit, it says like rivers, it's like flowing, you're like, whoa. You, you instantly worship. You don't have to say, you don't, you don't have to wait for somebody to say, Asun hombre, lift up your head. How many can say amen? You are instantly rowing, flowing, flowing, flowing. You are instantly, hallelujah, glory to God. Oh, ho, oh, oh. ho, praise the Lord, praise the Lord, hallelujah. Because it's moving, it's moving. Is anybody moving here in the spirit, flowing in the spirit? Oh, come on, I need some well livers. Some people that live by the well, drink the water of the well. They are constantly lifting up their hands, constantly grateful, constantly thankful, constantly holy, constantly. Sounds like a revival to me because she took Jesus to her village. Where are you taking Jesus to? Some people don't want their co-workers to know that they're holy and sanctified. And they go to church. Some people don't want them to know that they live by the well. But she said, you know what, this well, I got to share the good news. I got to share that this man actually revealed to me my condition, my situation. This is a real man. This is somebody that has, that God, that he is what he said. He is the prophet. He is the Messiah. Let me take this blessing to my, my village. Let me take him to my home. Let me take him to my family. Are you taking the gospel to your, to your, to your schools? Are you taking the gospel to your home? Are you spreading the good news? Are you taking it back? Bible says that, that there was a revival that Jesus spent two nights there. And it says that many in the village were, were saved. Sounds like a revival to me. Sounds like a revival to me. Come on. When Jesus steps into a room, when Jesus steps into the room, amen, it's like rivers of living water. <laughs> It flows from left to right, center, up and down. All over the building, we feel the Holy Spirit. If anybody can lift up their hands and say, I want to feel the power of the Holy Spirit here today. Sounds like revival. Jesus is telling us today, you see, I am going to do my best. Not only to protect my well, and I'm closing. You can move this for me, my brother. But I'm going to continue to dig. You see, listen to this. When Isaac was pushed out, I'm sure he must have prayed for direction. I don't know if you've been pushed out from someplace. And the enemy stole your blessing. But Isaac had revelation and said, you know what? If he did it before, he'll do it again. He gave, he gave my father some wells. He told me where they were at. 
I redug them and now the enemy has stopped them and put dirt in it. You know what? I'm going to move forward and I'm going to open another well. And the enemy came and contention came and it said, you know what? That's ours too. And he said, you know what? I'm going to dig another well. And the enemy came and said, that's mine too. You know, he was hating. And he said, I'm going to dig another well. And when he got to the third well, you know, he said, they stopped messing with him because they said they can't stop this we can't stop him. He's going to keep digging. Amen. God is looking for people that keep digging. Uh, uh, doesn't matter the opposition. Doesn't matter the attacks. Doesn't matter what the enemy has stolen from you. But you keep digging. Hallelujah. You keep digging. Hallelujah. And you will find a place where the enemy can't take, can't touch. Hallelujah. You have discernment. You have power. You have authority. God is going to give you night vision to find that. Well, come on. Hallelujah. You will find it. It will be blessed. But the first thing that Isaac did before he dug that last well where they, were, they weren't bothering him, the Bible says that he, he built an altar. He said, this belt, this, this, I need some extra protection. I need some extra because the enemy's out to destroy my family and, my, and the next generation. This is some serious stuff. He learned from his mistakes. He learned from the mistakes of his father of that generation. He sees the enemy still coming after him. You know what? I, I, I missed something. And this time, he, when his servants were going to dig, he said, stop. Let us build an altar first. Let us build an altar right here in the spot where we're going to dig. And let us praise God and, and name this. Hallelujah. God has provided. The Lord is good. Come on, somebody. And then, hallelujah, they began to dig for the well. And not only that, they built a tent. Why a tent? Because they, were, they understood that God moves in, in, in different ways. And maybe he's here today and he's not tomorrow. But we want to be mobile. You know, I want my blessing to be mobile. Wherever the anointing is, that's where I'm going to be. Wherever the glory is, that's where I'm going. Some of us need a tent. You've been settling down in places that you shouldn't have. And God is saying, move forward. Because my blessing continues to move. My blessing continues to be new every day, every morning. Hallelujah. Dig for your generation. Dig for your family. Dig for your children. Teach them the gospel. Teach them what, what gave you all the blessings that you have right now. What has kept you alive today? Tell them. Let them know that's more important than a career. That's more important than education. That's more important than anything. You need the well to survive in this world, in this dark world that we're living in. Because the enemy wants to mix your vision, mix your water with something that is not godly. And if you have been going through that today and you don't feel the flowing of the Holy Spirit because your life has been mixed and you allow the enemy to throw junk and dirty your water, God wants to make it whole today. He wants to clean it. Stand to your feet today. Hallelujah. JJ will see the glory of God. He will know my, who my God is. Lala will know who my God is. And I'm sure Brandon is going to let them know as well. And Stephanie's going to let them know as well who their God was. And, then, and, and, and when they have children, they're going to let them know where the, where the well was. Amen. Where the well is. And, and also pass it down. What are you passing? What are you leaving? Get close to the well. Whatever you're lacking is at the well. Whatever you need is at the well. 
Now that we all have our masks, I'm going to open the altar today. Yep. Just keep your mask on. Just keep your mask on. But there are people here. They are living far from the well. Jesus is calling you back. With all the issues that you have, with all the dilemmas and the things you're struggling with and, and the sinful nature and whatever may be the case, Jesus is saying, come, sit right next to me and I'm going to make you new. I'm going to make you whole. If you are in this building and have not given your life to Jesus, Raphael, my mask is on my jacket, pocket. If you have not given your life to Jesus and you want to do that today, lift up your hands. If you want to say yes to Jesus, lift up your hands. If you, if you backslide and you, and you ran away from the well and you want to come back and drink that water, that living water, this is your night that God is speaking to you. Because it matters because it's for your, it's for your, for your generations, for, for when you have children. You don't live for today. You live, God is, God is going to trickle down the blessing to all your family. If everybody is safe in the building, praise the Lord for that. But if God spoke to you tonight, no shame. Because Jesus had even pointed out anything that was going to destroy the woman. He pointed out what was going to transform her and bless her. Come to the well today. I challenge you today to come to the well. He will make you whole. Come to the well. Be not afraid. Come to the well. Amen. God bless. Amen. One that broke through. Amen. One that's bringing...